Good morning. This is Michael Stoller for the Stoller Report on the Cats Roundtable. My guest today is Norman Barbaro, the president of Norman Barbaro and Company Real Estate Services and also the president of First New York Realty Brokers, LLC. Thanks for being here, Norman. Thank you, Michael. So let, let's talk about the world of leasing. You know, uh, we've, we're in a difficult time with the banking world over there. How do, how do you see the office leasing market in New York City? Well, the, the market is unbelievably busy because um, a lot of people have started working remotely, and then there are other companies that have actually merged with other companies. And there's so many different scenarios out there where um, people have moved to Florida or left a firm. So um, in a number of cases, we, we've had leases where one example is 805 Third Avenue, a law firm which we put in the building 25 years ago. We just did a renewal eight years ago. We just did a new deal for them, and we cut their space from 13,000 feet down to 8,000 feet. Um, another, what about the rent? The rent, uh, the rent was a, a lower rent and uh, some concessions. Uh, but the, and the landlord resented having to, you know, he had about a year and a half left on the lease, but, you know, he, he worked it out. He said, you know, uh, I have to be realistic, and I have to cut deals today. Um, and basically where the tenant was saved here, he's, he, you know, he cut back on his rent on, on a square footage by over 3,000 square feet. Um, other situations are, you know, people have merged. Um, firms that we moved two or three times suddenly said, you know what, I'm over 60 years old and I'm going to uh, cash in the chips and uh, merge with another firm and uh, be out of business. And we've had that with a, um, a number of uh, firms, which are really surprising. And then other, other firms have just suddenly said, you know, um, I need actually larger space because we've had a group of people that have joined us uh, that we didn't expect to join us. What about the the situation with people from working from home? So um, I come in five days a week. I'm there every day because there is action going on all the time. Um, but I would say on Fridays, it is very, very quiet. We have like four brokers or five brokers that come in out of 25 brokers. Uh, but everybody in the office is busy. There is so much business out there. Uh, people are fleeing to the better buildings. Um, uh, those buildings are really basically holding up very well, even though their work letters have to are are really quite high. For my listeners, what what would you consider the better buildings? The A buildings, and then there's the B plus buildings. The A buildings. The A buildings, the ones that are all glass, the ones that have really. Um, people aren't really that crazy about amenities. They're looking for, it has decent views. It has a, um, a you know, they love the pre-built where it's, you can walk right in the door and you can uh, start your business right away. But people are gun-shy example to sign a long-term lease because people don't know where business is going to be. So where normally people would jump to sign a 10 or 15-year lease, now I'll see them say, oh, well, I'll do eight years or nine years or seven years or, and many leases of five years. And the owners are not um, objecting that because they want to just get the cash flow going in. We know that this is going to re readjust itself and the market will be back. The question is, um, how long will it take to come back and who are going to be the people that are going to be hurt by it? Uh, a lot of owners are really hurt that they, they um, have large mortgages. They, re you know, they, they had great rates before, but now the rates are higher. Or they have a you know, loan-to-value that is much you know, not what it used to be, and, and they have to either put more money into the property to keep it, or they're going to have to uh, sell. What about amenities? You know, a lot of people are telling me that to, to keep these employees in four days a week even, they have to have amenities, they have to have, you know, uh, you know, 
kitchens, other things over there, like workspaces, you know, social amenities. See, I, I, I've, about five or six years ago, I saw amenities being important within the office. So, you know, we bring in fresh food all the time. We have, um, we, we have lunch uh, every two weeks in the office. Uh, but when you have amenity on the 14th floor or the 20th floor or in the lower level, People aren't running out the door, you know, to go to those amenities in the building. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're at their job, at their desk, doing their job. And then uh, when, when they have free time, they're going home. They want to, you know, have their private life. But I don't see that many people using the public amenities of the building. Now, okay, what about co-working? Co-working is, 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 really, um, is really a mess. Um, um, I, you know, we all see what's going on with WeWork, and we all see many spaces that have, um, you know, collapsed. The other people that are coming in and doing this type of a business are doing it more with a partnership with the buildings where they're getting the landlord to say, um, I'm not going to get rent, but I'll get a percentage of your profits. Now, some of them must be very successful, but I would say it's, it's a risky type of business. Um, people don't sign long-term leases. Um, and, but on the other hand, there are lots of companies that don't want to make a long commitment and are happy to go three months at a time even though they're paying 100 bucks a foot for their space. What, what about conversions of office buildings to residential? What's your thoughts? Well, I, I think that's what helped us after September 11th when we you know, lost the towers. Um, downtown you know, changed, and I think that's what we need right now is many buildings to turn residential because residential seems to be holding up. But I, I, you know, it's, it's a very costly uh, project. You know, if you own the building and you own it for $800 a foot, uh, and then you're going to go gut the building, throw everybody out, and turn it residential. It, it's not a simple matter. It takes years to do, and um, it's very costly. And uh, you have to have the right. If it's too big a floor plate, you know you're not going to get uh, the right windows to uh, to make apartments with. It's going to be too much interior space. In, in addition, you need tax benefits. That's why the Lower Manhattan worked because they get had the 421Gs. So. The lower the, the benefits were very important. Hundred percent. I never resent the landlords for making money. They're taking the risk. They're giving. Uh, they're putting up the money up front to build out the space. Um, they're giving all these concession packages, and then it takes years for them to recoup. Um, someone has to take the risk, and they're taking the risk. So, would you say it's a tenants opportunity today? It's a tenants market. Um, there are unbelievably inexpensive deals, cheap subleases. There are even direct leases that are very economical. Um, and landlords have to, unfortunately, still give a, a large work letter, more than they ever expected, um, to attract those tenants. So besides yeah. the work letter, do we have a, a large amount of concession? Yes. Yes. You're talking about a month for every year of a lease in a typical situation. Of course, there's some special spaces which you're not going to get that. But if you take a 10-year lease, you're going to get a most likely a year's free rent. Now, what about um, work letters? The cost of building space is extremely expensive. Like Empire State Realty Trust has, has a lot of cash. They, they have the money to build, but other owners don't, and the other owners are, are pulling back and saying, yeah, we'll give you X amount of dollars. Um, but unfortunately, uh, everything has gotten much more expensive to build, and uh, the labor materials are more expensive. So... It's, it's a fight between the broadcast handle, a fight between the tenant and the landlord to, to navigate how much is it going to really cost to build the space. So if you have to give me an outlook for the rest of the year, what's your thoughts? For the, for the brokers, it's a very, very busy business. Um, we're, we're really extremely busy. We're going to do fine. Um, yes, it's going to be smaller commissions because the rents are lower. 
But for landlords, it, it's all on a, a case-by-case basis. It all depends on, you know, how economical they can make their space um, and how fast they can move. You know, you put an offer in, they got to turn around and offer in, in 24 hours. they got to move very quickly. they got to get a lease out right away. Or else they'll lose a deal to another deal, which will, there's always a better deal um, out there. No matter what you think, you got a great deal. There's a higher floor, better views. There's always something else that will come up. So landlords have to move quickly and close the deals. So in conclusion, it's a tenant's opportunity over there. Take the advantage. Uh, you know, Evaluate what you have to do. And I really thank uh, Norman Barbaro for being here this morning thank on you. the Catch Roundtable with Michael Stoller and the Stoller Report. Thank you, Michael.